Good morning. Welcome to our weekly podcast, Tea Time with Tommy, where we take a few minutes, share a cup of tea together, and we are hopefully able to gain some encouragement as we look at different scriptures and devotional thoughts. Today's podcast is brought to you by Pure Peppermint Herbal Tea from Twinings. Savor the uplifting aroma and flavor of this peppermint herbal tea. It's made with 100% peppermint for a refreshing taste, and the caffeine-free formulation makes it a guilt-free breakfast, snack, or nighttime drink. These twining herbal tea bags are individually wrapped for providing easy, single-serve beverages for guests. So sit back with your cup of tea, and let's relax together for a few minutes as we see where this week's podcast will take us. Good morning. A warm teacup welcome to all those who are joining in with us today. If you happen to have been looking for us yesterday morning, which was Wednesday, our normal day of release, you didn't find us. As many of you know, we've had some office changes recently, and that's caused us to alter our our recording schedule. So from now on, Tea Time is going to be released on Thursday mornings instead of Wednesday. Still a great lead into the end of the week and weekend, and it's going to be with what I pray is filled with always encouragement. To get you through. If you've been a regular listener to Tea Time, you probably remember back in the spring that we spent six weeks looking deeper at some of the names of God. Last Wednesday night, as I led our prayer meeting time and devotion, uh, I used one of those names of God that we discussed, El Hayai, the God of my life. Now, I took a little different route in the devotion time than in my Tea Time episode, But there's just so much to glean from God's Word as we look through it. So if you remember that episode, or if you were here Wednesday evening as I covered Psalm 42, I gave a little bit of background on the sons of Korah. I'm not going to take time to get into all of that today, but they're first mentioned there in Psalm 42. Today I want us to continue looking at some of the Psalms, and we'll be looking at Psalm 84. This is another one of those psalms that happens to be attributed to the sons of Korah. Now, as we looked at Psalm 42 sometime back, they were identified in the superscription. Today it's interesting because it all comes down to which translation you're looking at in Psalm 84. Some translations, we see that the superscription is actually included as part of verse 1. But whether your translation has it that way as a part of verse 1, or it's a separate superscription to begin. It doesn't really matter. What we know is this is a song of the sons of Korah who were a part of those who led worship in the temple. I hope you've got your Bibles. Psalm 84. We'll read all 12 verses. How lovely is your tabernacle, O Lord of hosts! My soul longs, yes, even faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Even the sparrow has found a home, and the swallow a nest for herself. Where she may lay her young, even your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Blessed are those who dwell in your house. They will still be praising you. Blessed is the man whose strength is in you, whose heart is set on pilgrimage. As they pass through the valley of Baca, they make it a spring. The rain also covers it with pools. They go from strength to strength. Each one appears before God in Zion. 
O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. O God, behold our shield and look upon the face of your anointed. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man who trusts in you. As I began pulling apart and trying to prepare our few minutes together, I realized there's no way I could possibly cover all that needs to be covered in Psalm 84. Twelve short verses packed, packed with so much. But I'm going to break it down and really look at primarily those first verses. I am going to reference uh, a little bit later verse. But in my studies and preparation, I ran across the way that Spurgeon introduced his thoughts on this particular psalm. He said it this way, If the 23rd Psalm be the most popular, the 103rd the most joyful, the 119th the most deeply experimental, the 51st the most plaintive, this is one of the most sweet of the Psalms of peace. And that is my prayer for you today, peace. Draw encouragement from the peace of God that we find in Psalm 84. Diving in, we notice immediately in verse 1 that we have mention of the tabernacle. Now, I found something interesting. If you read the King James, the tabernacle word is plural. Now, as I read from the New King James, it makes note of the tabernacle. But again, the King James Version, tabernacles. So, in studying a little bit deeper on that, I think that perhaps the tabernacles was plural because as one tabernacle would fall into disrepair, it was repaired or even replaced. It also could have been referring to the places of reflection that were built during the feast of the tabernacles. So, even in that first verse, in, in the King James, in the New King James, and then other translations, you could spend an entire devotion just on the word tabernacle or tabernacles. But for our purposes today, regardless, what we know is there was the tabernacle, the temple for worship. It existed. It was perhaps being constructed. It could have been being repaired. But it had become the home, as we see in verse 3, for nesting of sparrows. The tabernacle was the place of worship. We're all well aware that the Jews saw the tabernacle or the temple uh, that uh, could be uh, a term that could also be used. It's where they met God. Those places where... He would visit his people. It was also where Israel could be physically closer to God in their estimation. It was because of that nearness that they found from God that caused it to be such a special place to them. As discussed about the sons of Korah uh, in leading up to Psalm 42, we see here again how overwhelmed they were to be where God had been, where his commandments were being obeyed. They were longing, our soul longs, yes, even faints, focusing on the tabernacle so much in these first four verses 
leads me to drive home a point of remembrance, a point of encouragement for us today. We do not have to have that physical building where God dwells anymore. That tabernacle where we go and worship because the spirit of the living God is in every believer's heart. We are the temple of God. And we should be as excited and as encouraged as the sons of Korah here in Psalm 84 when they were in that temple. Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? 1 Corinthians 3.16 verse 17. If anyone defiles the temple of God, God will destroy him for the temple of God is holy. Which temple you are. Think about that just for a minute. The Holy Spirit, three in one, the triune Holy Spirit of God lives inside of you as a Christian. He loves you so much that he does not want to be far away from you. He has chosen to live inside of you. Now, as you continue looking at these verses, knowing that those at the temple were blessed to be where God's formal worship regularly took place, as we see in verse 4, blessed are those who dwell in your house, and knowing that even those on a journey to the temple were blessed by God's strength to go there, verse 5, blessed is the man whose strength is in you, whose heart is set on pilgrimage. Whether at the temple in your heart, whether at the temple in person, These writers, the sons of Korah, were blessed because God, it was the one who was blessed was the one who trusts in God. In verse 12, as it states, O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man who trusts in you, receiving every good thing from God. Psalm 84 can be just as alive to us as it was for these sons of Korah, so many, many years ago. For a moment, consider our church or wherever you might be listening from. Consider your church. Consider the weekly gathering for us on the first day of the week, on Sunday celebrating the resurrection of our Lord and Savior. Our church meets together. It has a regular time each week. It has a regular place each week. The question is, is our affection like that of the sons of Korah to come and worship? Are we longing for that time, that special, set-aside, set-apart time of worshiping the Lord? Just as the sons of Korah, our hearts should long, as it states, and even faint with desire to be with His people, other Christians, crying out for the living God in worship. We find strength each and every day in Him to sustain us. But it only sustains us until we have that opportunity to gather together again and worship Him. To sit and pour out our offerings of praise and then to be poured into by the living 
word. Let me pull out another nugget before we close today. Verse 10. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. I think that you're hearing what the Lord is saying, right? Yes, we are the dwelling place of His Spirit now. We, our bodies, the temple. But that doesn't mean that we aren't to gather together as His people in one united voice of lifting praise and adoration to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. How lovely is your tabernacle, O Lord of hosts. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's podcast. What an incredible reminder today. We are the dwelling place of Almighty God. He is never far from us. We do not have to have the physical gathering place to worship Him. But also, what challenging reminders today. First, do our souls long or yearn for God? Would we rather be in the presence of God than anywhere else? And second, even though we are the dwelling place, we are still called to gather together as His people, uniting our voices in praise and adoration. We look forward to spending time with you next week, but until then, may your cup overflow with His blessings.